Are you ready to start? Yeah. Go, go. <laughs> Hey y'all. Hi. Welcome back to Rachel Profiling. Woo. How are you guys doing today? Let's ask the audience. We're doing good. Oh, love. Today I'm here <laughs> with, wait, I think I know your actual last name. Is it Andrews? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was about to say Kelly Tia, but. Oh, middle name. Kelly, Kelly, sorry, I just gave you out your whole name. Just oh. on the mic. Oh, good. Hot on the mic. I'm here with Kelly today. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm We're so just happy. sitting in our apartment, or my apartment. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So Kelly and I have been friends for a hot minute. You're a Berkeley student. Do you want to give yourself a little intro first? Hi, I'm Kelly. I go to Berkeley. Um, I am a full semester now. Whoa. Oh, obscure. Whack. Um, I have music. Oh, she is. Guys, we're going to talk about that later, but Whoa. I can honestly say Kelly's music is some of my favorite music of my friends. Because it's genuinely, like, the stuff that I listen to when I'm bumping down the street. I'm walking down the street. I'm walking towards the Charles. I'm walking to work. And I hear, you've been on my mind. Yeah. Yes. At Kelly Tia Anywhere. Yeah. We'll unpack that later. We'll we'll get into it. But we have so much to talk about. We're both Houston girlies. Houston girlies go off. Yeah. But you're originally from London, right? Uh, kind of. Kind of, sort of? Kind of, sort of. I'm kind of from all over the place. You really are. Yeah. My Mr. Parent, Worldwide. Mr. Wo- oh, Mr. 305! <laughs> <laughs> my parents are South African. I was born in Amsterdam. Whoa. And I grew up between London and Houston. But Houston's Aww. home. Yeah. How long were you in... When were you in Houston? Um, I was in Houston for the first time. Um, 2004 or five to like 2008. And then the last time, 2012 to, like, 2018. Okay, yeah, we were literally there, like, the same time the second time. Yeah, so I've lived, uh, like, in total probably 10 years. Guys, I guess it's just, like, Houston Houston month, epic Houston swag month moment, because (laughs) I think tomorrow, today is March 1st, first of all, which is ridiculous, because it's, what, it's a year of I'm still processing last month. I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we will, though. But, oh, that, yeah, okay, We'll, we'll unpack that, but... It's so insane. I remember... Do you remember the first time we met? I remember it very vividly. And I think that's so tender because everyone who is really important in my life, all my closest friends, I remember the first time I've met... We met very vividly. Yeah, I remember the first time we met. Is it the same? I'll say it. I don't know if it's the same time. I could be very wrong, but... Should we say location on three? Okay. One, two, two, three. three. Pavement. What? What? (laughs) No. The first time, like... From, like, the first time I ever met you, mm. like, before I even knew who, like, you oh. were, we were at Pavement, and you were wearing a pink shirt. I think it's literally the one you have in um, the cover of the podcast. Oh. And you were like, oh my god, I love your jeans. And I was like, <gasps> oh my god, so thank cute. you. And we both had our little, little matcha lattes, and I, like, left. Why are we so cute? Stop so it. Tender. Wait, who is, who are you with? No one, I was by myself. I remember that. Okay, yeah, my I, first that was the first time, like, I ever saw you. We, like, you. interacted whoa okay because my the first time like our first like full interaction i feel like right was i was at supremes with lauren i think it was just after a calf show and you came up and because you were already friends with lauren and right, i was like yeah. hi like i'm so like oh my gosh like i know who you are and then we were like let's become friends oh my god i don't 
It was Supreme's, uh, which is like a pizza shop, which if you listen to last week's episode, you heard me and Mason talk about. Supreme's pretty good. It is really good. It's fire. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. Yeah. That chicken is really good. Chicken. Mm -hmm. That chicken is really good. We ranked every single fried chicken place or chicken tender we know of last. number one? Uh, Cane's. Yes! Cane's Cane's is so good. Um... Canes is, or yeah, Canes, and then Chick Fil A is my second favorite. Right. Honestly, Whataburger is a little dry sometimes, a little, a little dry, but they taste good, especially with the good honey flavor. butter sauce or the spicy ketchup. Mm. Stop! I found out you they can sell order. It. Yeah, you can order spicy ketchup on Amazon. So I think we have to do that. Yeah, and then we can. I'll I'll like oh. I'll give you a cup. Oh. <laughs> so uh, Kelly's also a Houston girly, and I think it's so funny because I feel like there has to be people. Have you heard the thing? It's like everyone is like six people away from so, like someone else. So I'm like six people away from like Obama, mayhaps. My favorite war criminal. That's crazy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say it how it is. <laughs> you know, like I'm six people away from like Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're always like six degrees away from someone. Right, right. Yeah. So what was my point with this? We're both Houston girlies. Oh, we're both Houston girlies. Yeah. So I think that's so tired because we, I'm, I think once we looked through like our mutual followers who we, our friends who we follow right. to see if we know of anyone because Houston's such a place where it's like it's so massive but everyone at the same time everyone kind of knows of each other where, what of part like, of Houston did you grow up in I grew up in the Galleria area so oh, like cute. yeah Tanglewood okay yeah, yeah nice so like everyone yeah it's weird because I went to like an American middle school and then I went to international high school but mm. like from my American middle school like Yo, I know American everyone middle school. like that's just like I feel like there's just like these big circles in Houston of people. And it like, definitely you depends know on like where you run. So if you're like in the private, if you're in like the private high schools where right. it's like Concordia, John Cooper, I think is one of them. John like Cooper's Kincaid. in the Woodlands, yeah. Kincaid, Episcopal, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then I above. was like in like the Klein bubble with like right. Oak, Klein, Colin, Klein Collins, all of that. Right, right, right. But I went, I went to Dory for middle school and it was horrible. <laughs> it was a character development. Do you remember Ask FM? Oh my, wait. I got so badly can bullied. Can we do a segment on that? Yeah, let's dive in. Because I have some of you mine can pull are it actually up. hilarious. I haven't, I literally remember, my ask about, I had like tried to have like comebacks. Someone was like, I don't even know. Someone was like, you can't sing. And I was like, really? Then why do I have this? And it was like my like TMEA, like region choir from middle school, <laughs> like little plaque. But Ask FM was a hard time for me because I... People were so They were brutal. I also remember that was, like, 2016 was when people saw it at Ask FM, and that's when gay marriage just got legalized. And people were, like, that's where people were taking it to ask others, like, what they think was, like, their opinion. Oh, I remember that. Like, I got a a question that was, like, what do you think about, like, the LGBTQ community, like, back then? And I was, like, I don't... Like, what does that mean? (laughs) I was literally, like... 13 you know mm-hmm. and i went to a catholic middle school i mm-hmm. had like not the religious not the I had, religious like, private schools in houston like, i had no like exposure yeah i and went I to salem that. lutheran oh my i don't God. know if you've heard of that one the no i have some stories about catholic middle school i yeah don't do it <laughs> don't guys do it. don't go to don't go don't, to middle school don't go to catholic middle school don't go to school period just don't <laughs> just don't get educated you know just, just go 
go on your own. Do yeah. your own thing. Ask FM was a hard time. I remember I got bullied because I got fat shamed there a lot. Are you I was, serious? I was a little, I was a chubby little kid growing up. So I think that's where a lot of my body image issues stem right. from. And we all know my mom used to lock the fridge for me. So that didn't really help. But I know she did it because she cared. Right. And my mom doesn't know about my podcast. So none of you guys better tell her about it. Or she knows about it, but I won't tell her how to listen to it. Good. So, which I love her so much. I know she means well. And she did it out of, you know, her own, you know, worry for me and like my cholesterol, I guess, because someone of one of the nurses at my middle school gave her a pamphlet and was like, Rachel's going to get diabetes. But guess what? I don't have diabetes, I cool. think. So at my time, I was a chubby little girl and I got <laughs> bullied on Ask FM for being fat. Uh, and People it was really so brutal. Mean. Yeah. Like, just because it was anonymous, like... Oh, yeah. The girlies were like, Rachel has back titties. Ew. Like, that's what one girl said. And Why are they so nasty? <sighs> yeah, but it's okay. Good character development for me. I wouldn't be as funny, I think, if I didn't... If I wasn't a little chubby and got yeah. bullied for it. Or had, like, you know, adoption things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I remember in middle school, like on Ask FM when it, it was literally like 2013 I was 12 Mm-mm. years old and everyone was like well, oh, go off download the app so we did and then all the girls in my class would be like they would ask questions on there like Yasmin is or like Millie is or like mm. Tina is and you'd have to like respond otherwise they'd be like why didn't you answer, answer my question yeah so I just used to say nice nice <laughs> every single cool week. cool epic major swag really fun no, some of my responses on this app, like, I went through the other day and I was like, who allowed me to have a phone Right when I was 12? Me and like, my, like, little green 5C, iPhone 5C. I, yeah, literally, like, it's so embarrassing. I can't believe that's out on the internet. Right? I, I'm glad it's still out there because I think it's humbling for me and I think I love to look back and be like, wow, I was so cringy. Like, I wish I didn't delete all my photos off of Instagram. Oh, me too. Like, prior to, like, eighth grade because oh. I want to look back and laugh at myself. That's my favorite thing to do, to laugh at myself. Honestly, like, I went back onto the Instagram, like, archive thing what? the other day. Oh, my God. You can go on Instagram and you can check, like, all of your previous bios. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So I did that, and I was like, I'm going to throw up. Like, I will read you some in a bit. But I was trying to find a way to get, like, all my old photos back and, like, my old usernames and stuff. Oh, you can get your usernames. Yeah. But I was, like, trying to get all my old photos that I deleted because I used to be so incredibly cringy. Like, I remember when I was, like, 11, I used to, like, draw, like, like faces on my fingers Aww. and like take like pictures and be like we're out at dinner like Hi. wait that's kind of no <laughs> no <laughs> makes me so embarrassed but like i want to find those for myself you know so i, I can love to laugh at, at myself <laughs> you ever think do you think we're gonna look back at us now and like a few probably and just yeah. be like damn we're good like you and i oh my gosh we go and we listen to this in a few years we're literally gonna be like uh. which is a whole thing <laughs> i'm so glad we became friends because i feel like it's been, like, a long time coming, and then we ended up being in, like, the same quarantine group. I love that. Yeah. I love that for us. I love that for us, too. We just connected, like, instantly. instantly yeah. We have the same energy. We do. We, like, Just on the goofies. So oh, yeah. Very nice. Very. Always got the gigs. Yeah. <laughs> the gigs. The Kelly gigs. and I just sat and talked about emotions and feelings and boys for, like, an hour before this, too. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude. All like, I'm gonna say is boys are confusing. Guys, girlies, listen, like... I'm, like, just now getting myself out there. Like, we all know Rachel is scared of boys until literally this year. 
uh, because boys are scary. And boys I'm also, like, yeah. I, I get it now. Like, I, I know why I was scared, and I still stand by that. It's because it's just so hard to read. They are really hard to read. They are. But it's okay. You know what I think about all the time, too, is, like, I like to believe no one would intentionally ever try to hurt me. I think everyone is yeah. inherently good. Uh, because what does anyone gain from being mean and bad or trying to hurt someone's feelings? And I don't think anyone would do it intentionally. And then I think about all my guy best friends back home, like, you know, Brant, Billy, TJ. Well, yeah. I'm... Mm, we'll rule TJ out in this situation because he's <laughs> pretty boy worldwide. Y'all listen to that episode. He's a character. No, I love him. Uh, you know, all of them uh, toast everybody. And I'm like, all these, like, I go on, like, Bumble and I see these guys and they're just being, like, absolutely, like, ridiculous. Like, this, I got him one message that was, like, because I have my unicycle and right. my Bumble. And this one guy is like, you look good at writing. Da, 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 da. Oh. A unicycle. And I just said, I just re- answered, his name was Jason. I just go, oh, Jason. And I just unmatched. Oh, because just, I'm like, uh, I asked, are my guy friends like this when they're out in the wild, out on yeah. the apps? And I wonder, because, you know, these guys, like Jason, Jason is someone's Billy. Jason, like, Jason, yeah, like, right. a, like, that dude who is being weird and creepy, like, that's someone's, like, brain. You know, they, everyone's life is just as intricate as ours. Right. And that's so weird to think about. It's they so all have bizarre. their own relationships so and everything. Bizarre. Yeah, and it's like... I remember during my time on those apps, like, Mm-mm. when I first came into college, like, some of the messages that I got, I was like... Oh, it's horrible. Oh, I feel objectified. Right. And, yeah, like, I deleted them at one point because I was just... Getting... I don't like being on it, but I kind of like being on it just to see what ridiculous shit men are going to say. No, boys obviously. Are gonna say. Obviously. But, like, yeah, no, I remember, like... And I didn't even have... Like, m- most of my profile were just selfies and pictures of my dogs, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Yeah. And, like, some of the stuff that people would say, I was like, come on, guys. Like, also, they're just bad conversationalists. I know. And they're like, do you have Snap? I'm like, yeah. And then, they're like, what happens is you Snap for, like, a day and it dies out. Period. That's it. Mm-hmm. But, like, they, they were happy to start the conversation with some gross remark. Honestly, when they do that, though, like, what whenever I was so on it, I was like, yeah, why? Like, why did you feel that was necessary? Why do you think that one guy, one time... He was so polite about it, too. He was like, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to ask this, but I just have to ask. And I was like, what? And he goes, can I send you a picture of my dick? And I was like, no. I was like, no, LOL. And he's like, sorry, I just had to ask. Uh Aha, I feel bad. And then he sent, like, the cowboy emoji. (laughs) Uh, Why? Like, I just don't, yeah. I think I like collecting all the horrible things. Oh, just screenshotting? Just to to see it, you know? One guy was like... He was like, so can you not, can you not give me the Gluck Gluck 9000 because it hurt your throat because you're a vocalist? And I was like, yes. And he was like, wait, really? And I was like, no, dumbass, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> That's so funny. No, literally those and then the creepy Instagram DMs. Oh, so many. Instagram's got to do something about that. I literally, there's been this one dude and I've shown my family, my friends, mm-hmm. my boyfriend, like I've shown everybody since like two years ago this dude has been in my dms with the same exact pickup line is your birthday december like 10th because you look like or like is your birthday like fucking i don't even know like i don't remember what the pickup line was like october 10th yeah because you're 10 out of 10 but he would do it like every month 
And he's been doing it. <laughs> but that does That doesn't even work because the month changes the, month the changes. number. I know. I appreciate the dedication. I know. Honestly, go off. But, like, leave me alone. Like, yeah. you've been doing that for two years and you're still in my requests. Like. Yeah. Also, you have a boyfriend. And yeah. And I it, post about you know? it all the time. Goodness gracious. Boys, if you're listening, what? That's all I have to say. What? What? You know? I don't know. I'm not a I hate I hate men girly, you know, me on like pick me choose me on like Twitter. And I get it. Guys can be mean and you're girlies, you're allowed to feel that shit out and get it out, tweet about it, you Go know. Off. For real. But I think everyone is inherently good. I hope. No, I agree with you. Like I literally try to always see the best in people before I like yeah, because what is there... Yeah. What, what do I gain hurt. from thinking people are nasty and mean and are out to get me, you know? Right. Aw. Aw. So tender of us. <laughs> Jumping back, no I want to ask you about, like, growing up in Houston, but also growing up in London and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Any, any like, specific question? I don't know. Well, okay, so... Your accent. Sorry, I okay. feel bad because you probably get this question. So you lived in London yeah. for like, is that the beginning of your life? Give me like a Kelly timeline. Okay, Kelly timeline. So my parents had my older sister and then moved to Amsterdam. So, which is in Holland. So if people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So I was born there and then lived there for like a year. And then moved to London for, I think, like a, another year, maybe two years. Like, I don't really know. I don't really remember. Um, and then I moved to Houston. But when I was in Houston the first time, I was at a British international school. So all my teachers were British. Most of my classmates Love. were British. So I kind of picked up an English accent, obviously. But my parents have, a like, a strong South African accent. So I was influenced by that from home. And then, obviously, the people outside of school all have Texan accents or, like, the that's Houston a, accent, that's you know? That's such a mix. I heard that we have, like, a Houston accent. Yeah, definitely. But I can't tell what it is. Mason, my friend Mason, who's also from Houston, who I went to the same high school with, who goes to Berkeley with us, right. says that we have a Houston accent. There is definitely, like, a distinct twang to it. Really? But, like, I, I can't, like, I don't I don't really know, <laughs> know what it is either, but, like, you can go anywhere across the U.S., like, any anywhere in the South, even. Yeah, Dallas is more, like, South-South. Like yeah, and t- Houston, Texas twang. Yeah, Houston is, like, like, the Houston accent is, like... City twang. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, more, like, just a standard American accent, but some words are, like, really, like, kind that of makes Southern. Sense. Yeah. yeah, my coworkers say they hear, they hear it pop out. I think it's just because I say y'all and pardon. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, I love about talking about Houston things, because to be honest, I've been really homesick lately, dude. I miss Houston so much. I would I love, love to it. go back. I love Houston. But as soon as I can, as soon as I get that Fauci ouchie, I'm out this bitch. Bye. I'm going to go to Houston, turn up with everybody. Sorry, but continue about your Kelly story. Oh, Kelly timeline. No. So, <laughs> yeah, I was in Houston for like four years when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, and then moved back to London um, for four years, and obviously everyone there is British so yeah English accent pops out um and then I moved back to Houston for like six years um and I went to an American middle school for three so some words I've noticed myself like some words I do say kind of sound more American or like I use more American slang I guess than British slang um but that's also because like being at college now like I'm surrounded by pretty much everyone is American you know mm-hmm. and like my boyfriend has like an American accent and so I'm just kind of 
Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. A cultural like, melting pot. Yeah. Like nothing. Like my accent hasn't really changed, but like I definitely do notice some things I say. Like I have to put on a little bit of an American accent for is some it, people to understand. Is it? <laughs> is it weird when like when we'll be hanging with their friends, they'll jokingly do like a British accent? Oh, you know, is that like, cultural appropriation? <laughs> oh my god, no! Like it never used to bother me because I was so used to being teased about it in middle school. Aww. Like I don't think anyone meant anything mean about way. it. No, yeah. but like for me, it was like oh, Aww. like they're teasing me all the especially time, especially in middle school because yeah. it's like that's such a vulnerable point, especially for girls, right? Because you just want to fit in, right? So anything that makes you stand out is just like ooh, don't yeah. look at me, right? And like I was always the British kid, like. British girl, you know. So like, I mean, (laughs) that makes me sound like I'm like sad about it. Like I'm not, but yeah, no, they tease me a lot for it. So I learned how to do an American accent, which I can do really well. But I just don't. Yeah, I don't do that, and I never did at school. But like, just in case, you know. Yeah, I just just had it there just in case. Do you ever have to use it? Sometimes, like you know, when you're on the on a call with like a company or something, and they use like an automated like bot thing. Oh, that makes sense. I have to use it then, otherwise it doesn't understand. (laughs) And then sometimes, like with the masks on. Yeah. Now, like when I'm trying to order like something at Starbucks, like they won't clock what I'm saying, so I have to like be loud and put on an American accent. I feel like you you enunciate though, so I'm able to tell. But also, I just hang out with you, so I'm used to it. Yeah, no. It's Aww, like, cute and tender. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that's it. The, my accent, I feel like, is just a big mix. That's of, so like, cool. everywhere I'm from. You're just the pinnacle of cultural diffusion. I know. And people are always like, oh, but, like, you're just a white girl. You're just saying that. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. My parents, my mom's mom is British. My mom's dad was German. Like, I'm literally from all over. Worldly queen. I know. Go off. <laughs> Go off for you. Love Go that. <laughs> Random question. What's your favorite place or where is your favorite place to eat back home in Houston? Oh my God. Why'd you spring this on me? There's so many good I ones. I know. I love Chinatown. I do love Chinatown. I must say. There's a really good um, taco place. Torchies. Obviously. <gasps> Don't get me started. All the Houston I've people heard know Torchies. Torchies has gone downhill though. Okay. Because it got like super corporate. I think they franchised it. So, some of the locations are, like, run by other people who just mm. bought part of the business. Those aren't good. Like, I've had, like, two experiences at this one that just opened near me, and it's not good. Like, it was really bad. But the one in Rice Village, oh. the OG, <gasps> that is always, it always smacks. Yeah. I've they, never they had a bad They always take, meal. like, a hot minute, but it's so worth I've it. I've never had a bad You sit meal. by the tree? Yes, outside, mm-hmm. always. And then the one in the woodlands is also really good. Oh, not the woodlands, the heights. Oh, I love talking about this with you. It just makes me feel, I've been feeling super duper homesick this week. And Mm. it's just like, it's so nice to be able to talk about these things. And I was talking to, I was talking to someone last week and they were talking about like the highways. I think they said like, they, not I-45, but they said like Grand Parkway or something like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, it just made me feel safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I miss driving down the KT freeway. Not the Katy Freeway. Uh-uh. I love the Katy Freeway. Or like 290. Oh, 290 sucks. Horrible. Horrible. 290 is actually scary. I-45 is my favorite because it's like scary, but it's doable. And there's like multiple lanes. So I just like hunker down and I'm just yeah. like in my little Kia Soul, my little, <laughs> my little, um, you know, the party rock anthem hamster yeah, yeah. car. Hell yeah. Love. Love it. What there, color is it? It's cream. So when, oh. okay, y'all are going to hate me for this. Y'all, okay, I've seen too much Kia Soul and too much Pug Slander. On my Twitter timeline, on my TikTok timeline, but listen, 
y'all don't have the turning radius I do in my Kia Soul. And also, for those of you who have been in my Kia Soul, you know I have black leather seats Go and off. a base. My parents got it. I convinced, so I loved the Party Rock Anthem hamster commercial that, you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, of course I know. Yeah. And so I convinced, my parents were looking for a new car at the time. I convinced them to get a Kia Soul because secretly they knew it was going to be my car eventually. Right, right, right. I wanted a green Kia Soul. Oh, not the green the time, one. Because at the time, green was my favorite color. <laughs> but I'm very glad Leslie and Alan decided that against that for me. So I got Good. a cream one. Cream is so cute. I've never seen a cream one. Right? A cutie little cream Kia Soul. That's so I miss cute. driving so much. Oh, I, dude, I, every time I go back, I literally do nothing. I just drive. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I go and pick up, like, my best friend, we literally just drive. I'm finna whip this up. You didn't answer my question. What is? What do you think okay. is your favorite place? Oh, my God. Torchies, definitely. Oh, it's okay. always, okay, on the list. Every time I go back, these are the places I have to hit. Torchies. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Canes. Mm-hmm. There's a really good Korean barbecue place called Korea Garden. Highly recommend. Mm. 10 out of 10. Really good. Where Me is that? It's in Koreatown. I think okay. it's in like Koreatown. It's, um, you know Memorial? Yeah. It's like on Blaylock. Okay. Like, you go down Blaylock and then go into Long Point and it's on Long Point. Okay, I don't know. The yeah, it's input. just, it's like in the Memorial vicinity. Um, that's really good. Where else? If What's I'm feeling a little healthy, like, granola girl moment. Love. True Foods. Never heard of it. It's really good. It's, like, literally right next door to where I live. I, I like Salada. I don't love salad, but Salada's good. Salada is good. Cool. Cause I feel like they're really stingy here with sweet green. I've never Sorry, I don't even sp- know if this is interesting for you guys. We're just <laughs> talking <laughs> about food. What's your Whataburger order? Chicken strips. Spicy ketchup or just normal ketchup. Either yeah. one. The Even fancy ketchup smacks. The regular ketchup there just tastes different. It has like a little hits, tang to it. It hits. Um, and then a, like a Coke or a Dr. Pepper. I think, can you agree that sweet tea tastes better in the South? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is not as good here. It's not. Yeah, it's really not. We all know I, I love the homophobic chicken. And it just doesn't hit here, so it's not worth it. Yeah. No, literally, like, I went to Chick-fil-A. They have like a truck at mm-hmm. Northeastern. And I went today. And it's still really good, but it just doesn't smack as hard as it does Mm-mm. in Houston. Yeah. Oh, uh, also In N Out. Always on I've the list. I've never had In N Out. If I'm feeling like Skinny Queen, I go to Juice Land. There's one that's like downtown in like, I think in the Heights. Oh. I used to be a Soul Cycle girly. I used to like. Are you serious? I used to go to. Summer before we left for college, I went to Soul Cycle like every other day, and I then I go get juice. Damn. I don't know who I was, and then when we got here, I used to go to spin at the handlebar next to uh, the pavement. Oh damn! That's what I spent all my money on. I was on a fitness journey, but now I do like my little dance workouts in I our love apartment. Dance workouts. It's so funsies. It's so fun. Um, I have to bounce off of you with my favorite Whataburger order is sweet and spicy bacon burger, large fries, oh. large sweet tea. Spicy ketchup. If it's past eleven, honey butter chicken biscuit. Honey butter chicken biscuit. There's one at Wendy's. I don't trust it. I, I don't know trust Wendy's. Just in general. I just don't trust Wendy's. Their frosties are good, but well, like it's better than I'm. I prefer Wendy's to McDonald's. <gasps> really? I prefer McDonald's. I know that's controversial, <laughs> but like, okay. Sometimes Wendy's makes me feel healthier for some reason. Hear me out. McDonald's tangy barbecue sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Very every time, every time I order McDonald's, I ask for like four extra things of it so that I can just keep them in my fridge because they never ever put in the sauce. They mm-hmm. always mess up. 
Oh yeah. They always mess up. And Every don't time put we order McDonald's, it's like I can't. I can't have it without that sauce. Yeah. So, the sauce. That's that's the only thing that makes it good. <laughs> yeah. Also, McDonald's fries kind of smack. Yeah, because they they're a certain breed. They taste different. I want to backtrack. There was one thing we mentioned at the very beginning when we started recording that we wanted to come back to that I really wanted to talk about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I will pause it and we'll look back. Great. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We remembered. Well, Kelly went to the bathroom and then I <laughs> listened back. So earlier we mentioned, I don't want to harp on it too much because I feel like I've talked about COVID a lot. Well, maybe not a whole lot on the podcast, but I feel like... I've certainly changed a lot in the past year. So we mentioned how it's March now. It's March 1st. Yeah. And it's absolutely ridiculous to think that, you know, I think March 12th was the day that they emailed everyone and kicked everybody yeah, out. I remember it so clearly. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you, like, your whole experience with, first of all, I think you're in the dorm, so you had to figure out housing mm-hmm. and you're international, so you had to mm-hmm. figure out how to do that. And also, like, how has quarantine and, like, the pandemic been for you and everything? Because I feel like I've certainly become a completely different person and I mm-hmm. think it's been for the good. Yeah, so I was in dorms, um, and my family lives in the UK, so I really didn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> like, it was like either I go to Houston for two months or I go back home for two months. But if I had gone back home, I would have been at home for like six, seven months. And like, that's a lot when you've been in college on your own, you know? Yeah. So I found out, and I literally had to pack up my whole dorm. Like everyone else, you know, everyone else had to do it too. But I think it was really tough on the international kids trying to figure out what they were going to do. Well, also at that time, Trump was trying to get rid of you guys because oh, yeah. there was the whole visa situation. Yeah. Luckily, I wasn't on a visa, so I could live in the US like, oh, yeah. and be fine. Um, but my roommate in freshman year was from China. So she literally had to pack up and go to China in like That's two so days. I know. Um so yeah, just got a storage unit, packed everything up. My dad flew over to help me because um, it was a really tough time. And that was literally the time where I met my boyfriend. Aww. Like we met like a few days or like a week before we got kicked out. Shout out Grant. Yeah, shout out Grant. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really tough. I lived in Houston for like two months on my own. Um, that sounds so fun. I know. <laughs> it was... it. So <laughs> that was like the most... I think that was like one of the toughest periods throughout this whole thing because I was on my own and like I had my best friend Katie like she lives in Houston as well but we couldn't really hang out you know because we wanted to be really safe about things um because it was really that was a time where it's like no one really knew what's happening like could you leave your house exactly so and I also had school to finish online oh yeah I forgot we literally did a semester at that time yeah how did we do that I I don't even remember like I don't even remember so that was really tough like I literally had no human interaction whatsoever unless it was going to the grocery store or like the drive-through but that was it yeah <laughs> like I had no human interaction um with anyone I knew so that was like really lonely and really isolating but like it gave me time to kind of reflect you know and just vibe out do me and then I went back home to London for the rest of the summer and just stayed home with my family good but yeah did long distance Mm. for like five months not fun that was really tough for us but that must be so exciting when you finally do get to see each other yeah and like it wasn't like it wasn't like a bad experience like it Mm. was like nothing like went wrong it made y'all stronger yeah like nothing went wrong but it was just 
really long and like he was in korea and i was in london oh so there was an eight hour time difference yeah like it was just yeah just trying to talk to each other even was just like really hard because of the time difference but we got through it love yeah but i feel like the whole experience for me has been it's changed me for like the better and the worse like i feel like now because i'm so used to being on my own or like just being with grant like inside we were literally talking about this earlier like I feel like I get social anxiety mm-hmm. when people ask me to meet up, you know, because I'm I'm so used to just being on my own and just doing my own yeah. thing at home. Like, to actually go out and, like, be around a bunch of people, like, really, like, works me up, you know? My social battery is so drained. Like, I used to be someone where I had to always be doing something with somebody. Like, I was let's exactly, go to Target, let's go, like, do groceries together. I was exactly the same. But now it's, like, being... So I was also in the same scenario, except in Boston, since Levi, my roommate, had right. left for four months, and I was just up here by myself, and everyone had left the city, so right. it's this whole thing of, like, oh, like, learning to live with myself was really, right. actually ended up being super healthy, because I learned to actually like myself a lot more. Yeah, it was like that was for great. me as well. But now it's this weird thing of, like, my social barrier so died out, and I kind of enjoy like not having the pressure to hang out with people and I feel feel bad because I love making new friends I feel exactly the same Mm -hmm. I love making new friends and like I love hanging out with the friends I have you Mm -hmm. know because I I love you all to death but like it's definitely a thing of like I feel more comfortable being on my own than I do being with people and it never used to be like that and I just feel like yeah like there's no pressure to do anything and it like I don't necessarily love that you know, because, like, if I have a little bit of pressure, it'll motivate me to go out and actually, like, do stuff. But, like, if I don't, like, I'll just stay at home all day. Yeah, I think I, like... I Sorry, if you guys hear something, it's my heater. My radiator is, like, buzzing in the background. <laughs> he's steaming. He's, ste- he's going off. Hit those moats. But I think it's been... It's been a learning experience for sure, and I feel like I'm definitely a completely different person. Even looking at pictures, yeah, it's so... Like, I didn't realize it until the other day I was talking to Levi, and we saw a picture of us back in March last year, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. But, it's crazy. Yeah, because I love being around people, but at the same time now, it's like... I, like, everyone came back to Boston right. for the second semester of this school year, and... I want to become friends with more people, you know, and I never want to come off as, like, a chotch and just be, like, cold, because I, I love who you are, making yeah. new friends, but at the same time, it's, like, we're, I feel pressured to be meeting new people, and I don't yeah. want to feel that way. I don't want to, you know, I feel like that's unfair to the people who want to become friends. No, I, yeah, I totally understand, and I feel the same way, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like right now, like, especially just where the u.s is right now so everyone everyone needs to really just be taking it as seriously as they can be minding their own business yeah Yeah. because it's just like it's just like i know in the uk they've vaccinated like over 20 million people already boston's rollout's just been really bad too i feel like to be honest yeah and they aren't vaccinating our teachers and berkeley professors are all like kind of old yeah yeah like (laughs) like pretty old pretty old pretty old (laughs) yeah so it's just like i i think like being mindful of the situation that this country's in right now as well like makes me feel like I can't really go out and do stuff which is like yeah yeah like I shouldn't actually be doing stuff that's not like necessary but like also like seeing your friends is necessary it's healthy you yeah know? you need like, to be able to have some social you need interaction to, yeah and like if you're following the guidelines and everything like that's fine yeah I agree 100% I think this whole time it 
in a way, I, it's weird. I think I was happier in quarantine than I was our freshman year of college because freshman year was just... It was a lot for me to navigate being away from home and being away from, like, so many people that I love. And what I kept telling myself was that, oh, it's okay because it'll just be so exciting when I finally get to go home and see everybody. When I finally get to go home and, like, drive down Luetta again. Right. And then I was just telling myself, but I wasn't believing it. Right. And then being able to live by myself, I realized, like, oh, Boston feels like home now, I think. Just being here year-round. And so, and and a good, it's had some good things, but definitely... It's been tough. Yeah. It's been really tough, and that's completely okay. And I was talking to my other friend the other day. Just I feel like everyone's kind of hitting that mid-semester slump right now. Oh, definitely. I've been in such I don't a rut. Do anything. Yeah. yeah. Then I think it's so okay to have bad days because you know what? If we had good days all the time, we really wouldn't appreciate them to the no, fullest 100%. extent. So it's okay if you've been in a rut. I'm in a rut too, girly. I mean, I've been so homesick lately. I don't know why. It's suddenly kicking in, and maybe because it's been a year of quarantine. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really grateful that I have friends who are so good at staying in contact. And then I have friends who lift me up here, like Kelly and all of our friend groups. So it's a really great tender time. It's a tender time, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that, like, yeah, like you said, we have people, you know, who we make the effort. We have a cute little quarantine pod. And our little quarantine pod here are great. Like, and we all just do the best to, like, keep each other involved yeah. and, like, company, you know. Yeah. It's good. It Aww. is good. That was so wholesome. <laughs> this is my favorite question to ask everybody. Transitioning from COVID. COVID sad time. Bye, COVID. Bye. 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 <laughs> See you. So Don't come back. Uh-uh. Please. No, please. Please. <laughs> so what is your dream job? Oh, my God. Um. Wow. I've had, like, a really rough time since, like, the beginning of last semester. Because I always had this big dream of, like, being an artist, you know? Like, that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I've wanted to do my whole life, you know? And so coming to Berkeley was, like, oh, my God, amazing. Like, I get mm-hmm. to do this all the time. And then last semester, I was, like, uh... <laughs> like, last semester, last fall? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, like, what? Like, I, I don't want to make music. Oh. I don't want to do this. Like, I think it's just because I'm the lack of inspiration right now to write anything um it's just it's so tough so like I don't really know where I'm gonna go right now you know um I declared in what did I declare music business with marketing that's um, smart that's a really good yeah. major to be in and like I've always like before coming here like I was gonna go to law school <laughs> so I've always wanted to be like a criminal lawyer oh, as well. Oh, I already told me about that. Right. She has the range. Come on, but, SVU. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just obviously wasn't the path for me. Like, I didn't get into my dream school for law, and then I auditioned for Berkeley as shits and giggles, and here I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. So like, obviously it was meant to be, you know. Yeah. But I, yeah, right now I don't really know what my dream job job is. That's okay. Like, I, I, like, obviously I still want to be an artist, and I still want that side of it, but then I'm also, like, well, I would love to do, like, management and marketing for, like, other people, you know? I think that would be dope. I want to ask, I want to take the word job out of it, because I feel like that sounds so capitalist. (laughs) (laughs) What is just your dream? Oh, I think after all of this, like, I really... I feel like I really took things for granted before the pandemic. Sorry mm-hmm. to bring that back up. No, it's all but, good. Yeah, we talk like, about real shit here. But, like, just... I think my dream is just to be happy and comfortable in whatever I'm doing, you know? And to feel loved. 
Oh, yeah. that's so tender. <laughs> I it's love true, that, Billy. Yeah. That's great. I love hearing. I, I think it just says so much about people, just hearing, like, what their ambitions are, what they want to, you know, how they want to feel in life and everything. Yeah. I have a, we're pivoting. We're pivoting it all around. I want to ask you, because you were here towards, I don't, were you here during the Black Lives Matter protests? I was in London. But you were here when, there was another round of when national, oh, election season. Election, That's yeah, yeah. And I remember you and I were talking, because National Guard was everywhere. I want to ask you... What do you think you learned over, you know, I don't know, what it, what was it like observing America while you were in the UK during right. the Black Lives Matter protests, and what do you think you learned, and how do you think you grew as a person amidst all of that? I definitely think that I learned a lot, like, mm-hmm. just about everything, like, police brutality, like, honestly, just everything. I really, like, put myself in the position that all of these people were in, and, like, really, like, researched and made sure I was educating myself to keep up with what was going on, yeah. you know, um, donating, reading tons of articles, Good, yeah. like supporting black businesses, all of that stuff. But I think other than the protest itself, I think that being in the UK and observing how um, not America was handling it, but the police, the National Guard, like the president, <laughs> the <laughs> ex-president. yeah. It just really shocked me because we had protests in London as well. There were protests all over the over the world, mm-hmm. and as it should be, you know. Um, and they were completely peaceful in London. Really? Yeah. Are is y'all's police? It, I, are they I, violent? No, I don't think. But like, I don't, I don't know enough about the UK because yeah. I don't live there right now. So mm-hmm. I threw myself into like American learning politics. about America. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it's good. They Activism isn't anything there. without action. Right, so. exactly. And I, I, it really upsets me how it was handled by the government and by people in a higher position. You oh, know? girly, me too. Mm. Yeah, because, like, most of them were peaceful as well. And they just had to bring all this violence oh, yeah. into it for no reason. Like, And it's it's not like they were asking for this huge thing. <laughs> They're asking for human rights, you exactly. know? And, like, just being treated equally and fairly. And no one should be treated like they were you know by the government and by the national guard and by police and it's just yeah it kind of disgusts me a lot yeah (laughs) me too and also like what's going on right now with like asian hate crime oh oh yeah we could get into that it's just been such a rough time because on top of that the black community the asian community have been up in arms in each other a long time and i get both ends well mostly to be honest there's a lot of anti-blackness in the Asian community and I've tried to talk about it with a few people and some people just don't want to acknowledge it and I think you know it starts with acknowledging like you're in like in your inherent bias Mm -hmm. and you know your internalized racism it's like I know inherently I have so much more privilege than my friends who are black or brown you know right like than a black woman I have so much and not to feed into this is not trying to feed into the model minority myth whatsoever not because yet. you know literally today <laughs> I never want I feel bad because I never want to come off as like Rachel's PO saying or like no, you know yeah. I think this happened because I'm Asian but I was walking down the street back from pavement with our friend Lauren right. and this man without a mask it was like we we're walking opposite directions and then he just like turned towards me and coughed in my face are you serious? And I never want to assume that's, like, he's doing that because I'm Asian. Right. But at the same time, it feels that way with everything going on right 100%. now. 
and it's just I was telling Kelly beforehand like she was like do you like podcasting and I'm I told her I absolutely love podcasting and how it started was because of a school project but then it continued because I got called the kung flu and I was told I was the reason for the coronavirus so good things have come out of good creative things have come out of bad situations but it's really disheartening to see you know all these Asian people being pushed I remember you were talking to me about how like you know it it doesn't feel safe walking around Boston I know yeah because specifically like my boyfriend he's Korean Mm -hmm. and I remember he yeah like when the whole political thing was happening like I just I was so worried for him you know like with the whole pandemic thing going on and I know that's like I don't know like you know but like it just comes from a place of like love well it's because you care it's because I yeah. care you know and like and because seeing, there is danger out there of course and seeing all this stuff also Boston's kind of racist so yeah, that's low key, that low key <laughs> and like seeing all this stuff and I know you can't rely on like Instagram and <laughs> infographics for, yeah you know I know that but and I do read the news but like just seeing all this stuff like in literally in the last week or two yeah about like i haven't in, taken the full time to sit and read and think about it because i know it'll make me really sad but i know course. i need to continue educating myself even though like yes i am asian but i oh it's just it's so really much up, to go yeah. back and forth about and at the end of the day like it just makes me so sad because i keep saying you know we're not standing with each other like you know we got a lot out of like the immigration act of 1965 because there also a lot of asian families wouldn't be able to come to america and that you know you know who helped us with that was the black community and their movements and everything so we kind of got grandfathered in with everything and so then to see both communities up in arms with each other it's just two sides of the white supremacy coin because they just never want to see us win because Mm -hmm. they know we'd be too powerful Mm -hmm. if you know whether people realize it or not whether they're aware of how, like, what they're feeling, the reason it makes them uncomfortable is because they realize that white people wouldn't be on top anymore. Right. Sorry, I just got on a whole thing. Oh, cool. But it's just been kind of on my mind recently. Yeah, it's 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 really disturbing. Yeah. And it, it, for me, like, I've grown up in an international community, mm-hmm. so I've been exposed to every race, culture, mm-hmm. ethnicity under the sun, you know? And it's just like... I've never grown up with a mindset that anybody's different from me because of how they look or, like, because their culture's different. Like, that's just not how I've grown up. So to, like, actually be, like, super exposed to all of this stuff in college and seeing all the hateful things that are being done to people just because they look different is, like, really heartbreaking for me to see and, like, really, like, messes with my mind a lot. Oh, for sure. And I, yeah, I, I do feel guilty, you know? Even though it's not me doing the stuff, like, I still feel guilty for my position, you know? And I feel like that's, like, a valid thing, you know? And I've read articles about white guilt and yeah. stuff like that. And Well, it's good you acknowledge it. No, 100%. And the best thing I can do is support and yeah, just share. Advocate for each other. Advocate, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing to try and, you know... Yeah, at the end of the day, we just need to be able to advocate for one another more. I know. And just, like, just supporting each other. Indubitably so. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) Heavy topics. Heavy talk time. Uh, Well, thank you for having that conversation with me. I think that's been sitting on my heart for a while. I just haven't. I just feel so comfortable being able to share that with you. And I really appreciate our friendship. I appreciate our friendship, too, so much. I'm very grateful. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we've kind of hit the big landmarks. Houston, being besties, living through history. Oh my god, when we can tell our little grandchildren about this. Oh. Damn. Reunion.
I can't wait to see. I always love to think about, like, I can't wait to see how my friends flourish and see everything that we're going to do. It's just going to be so exciting. I'm living off my little teacher's salary, and I'm like, let me go take a plane to go see Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. Come to LA. Yes. I'm so excited to see everything you do. I want to talk about your music a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. Listen, guys. Kelly's music is genuinely (laughs) some of my favorite out of, like, all of our friends, because it's just, you know, never, never, like, you know, comparing or anything, but it's just, like... You're around music all the time at Berkeley. Everyone's always releasing stuff. And yeah. I always come back to Kelly's music because... Let's, let's talk about circles. Or, er, circle wait. Circle Malone. Circle me. What's the one with the uh, the pink one that I was singing earlier? On the pink. Oh, no. You were singing... Woo. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Love. That's, that was my first introduction to your music, and that was before I knew you, and I was like... And you posted it. Bangs. I remember that. This oh, bangs. My God, oh, my God. Yeah, and then we started being, like, Instagram friends, and then we became real-life friends. Oh, yeah, we DM'd a lot on Instagram. We did, and I think you and I were like, let's become real friends, and yeah. then I think we ended up being in the same quarantine pod, and that's... No, that's, yeah. Because literally, literally, we just became friends, like, maybe, like, three or four months, months ago, ago when we were at Nicole and Matt's. Yeah, and we watched Nemo or something. That's so weird to think that about, because like I feel like you and I have been out. friends for so long. I know. Aww. I, like, the thing is, like, even though we just, like, started hanging out from there, like, I always just considered you a friend. Like, yeah, even if we too. didn't, like, talk all the time. Well, right to be now. honest, I was like, she's so cool, I want to be her friend. Stop, no! <laughs> I yeah. literally, like, every time I see your Instagram posts, I was like... Oh, guys, oh. sorry. This is just us hyping each other up. This is too much. <laughs> this is too much. Oh, Tender bestie vibes. Well, guys, you have to go check out her music, please. I made a playlist recently, and it's called My Besties Are So Cool, <laughs> so uh, that's linked in my Spotify if you want to go look at it, and it has, like, Matt's music, Kelly's, Nicole's, Grace, everybody, the whole gamut, Pretty Boy Worldwide. We love it. So, I love having you on today, and I love you. I love Thank you for chitty-chatting with me. Thank you for talking Thank about you. all silly things, all serious things, I and I'm sure it. we'll do this again. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I will be back. She will Even if you don't like me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. no. Wow, this That was a good one. That was a really good one. All right, guys. Be sure to leave a review. Leave uh, a little rating. If you leave a review, it helps other people find Rachel Profiling. Follow Kelly at at Kelly right? With three L's. Kelly with three L's and Tia. Tia. Tia, right? And then you can find me at RachelPack16. If you decide to listen to me rant about how I think Big Time Rush is better than One Direction. I love Big Time Rush. Don't get me started. Boyfriend. All right, love you guys. Have a good week. Bye.